Welcome to Small Town Gen X. I'm Kate DeCoste, and I am bringing you the first of many This Week in Gen X History. These episodes will sandwich our regular episodes with my co-host Lana Larson. Also, in this episode, you will hear a Gen X story from a listener. After the episode, find out how you can share your Gen X stories. For now, let's dive into This Week in History. In 1965, Malcolm X was assassinated in New York City. In 1968, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood first aired. In 1969, NASA's Mariner 6 space probe successfully launched from Cape Canaveral, Florida. In 1969, George Harrison from the Beatles started recording three solo songs from their Abbey Road album at the EMI Studio, Abbey Road, London. In 1970, the Jackson 5 performed on TV for the first time on American Bandstand. The song they performed was, I Want You Back. The band Wings' debut single, Give Ireland Back to the Irish, was released by Apple Records. 1978, the Yuba County Five disappeared after attending a college basketball game. Their car was found in a remote national forest while four bodies were found in June, 20 miles deeper into the mountains. One of the men bizarrely starved to death in a hiker's cabin that was completely stocked with food. Only the shoes of the fifth man were found, with no trace of his body ever discovered. In 1979, the Caribbean island state of St. Lucia gained its independence from the United Kingdom. In 1981, Lady Diana Spencer and Prince Charles announced their engagement at Buckingham Palace. In 1987, Supernova 1987A was observed in the large cloud, a dwarf galaxy near our own Milky Way galaxy. This was the first time a supernova had been seen by the naked eye since 1604, and it provided valuable data to astronomers, helping them better understand the death and explosion of massive stars. In 1989, a 150-million-year-old fossilized dinosaur embryo was found inside a fossilized egg. In 1991, President H.W. Bush gave Iraq the ultimatum that they had 24 hours to get their forces out of Kuwait or face war. In 1992, 
NASA successfully launched the third of its advanced Series 2 GPS satellites into orbit. 1996, the movie Train Spotting arrived in UK cinemas. In 1997, the full-length, uncensored version of Schindler's List aired on NBC, receiving 65 million views. 1998, Queen Elizabeth II knighted Elton John for his charitable work. On February 23, 1999, Eminem's album, The Slim Shady LP, was released. The album's success lifted Eminem from an underground rapper to a high-profile celebrity. And these Gen X celebrity birthdays are celebrated this week. Actress Kristen Davis, American singer Kurt Cobain, actress Drew Barrymore, and American boxer Floyd Mayweather Jr. And if you're one that loves to celebrate those national holidays, we have National Dog Biscuit Day and National Banana Bread Day this week. And that was your Gen X This Week in History. Next up, we're going to have a Gen X story from a listener. Stay tuned. Hello, my name is Tim. I have been listening to Small Town Gen X, a podcast, since day one. I've appeared on the podcast twice. But today, I'm going to share with you Gen X stories. Story of Atari. I was about 12 years old, and we were living in Zachary, Louisiana at the time. I had a friend. We'll call him Evan. Evan had flashes of brilliance in darkness of, in between darkness of um, inability to think clearly. Today we would say he probably would have ADHD and maybe even flashes of bipolar. He was a year older than me in school and I think two years older than me in, in age, but that's besides the point. We're going to talk about a flash of brilliance. One day we were at my house, I think we were playing on the computer, The Great American Race. It's a race where you pretend to race from New York to Los Angeles or from DC to San Francisco or from Seattle to Miami. And as we're playing this game, it was my turn with the joystick, so he was fidgeting around with the Pac-Man cartridge. I had an Atari 65XE computer. It's a competitor to the Commodore 64 that was ubiquitous during that era. On the back of it, there was a cartridge slot. And you could play cartridge-based games, specific for the Atari 65 and 130XE systems. These games also worked on the 800XL and the 400XL computer systems as well, but we won't get into that. That's not the point of this story. Evan being the observant person that he can sometimes be, takes one look at 
My cartridge pushes a little lever down and looks at the little pins sticking out of the card that are sticking out of this cartridge. And it goes, hey, I've got an idea. Now, when Evan said he had an idea, that usually meant something was either going to be amazing or somebody was going to get hurt or both. So we go to his house, we hop on our BMX bikes and we ride across a couple of yards, down a couple of streets, around a corner, into his driveway where we threw our bikes in the middle of the driveway and we go into his house. His mom's not home. No cars are in the driveway, nothing in the backyard. And we go in, we go into his room and he goes and grabs the pull position cartridge for his aging Atari 2600 that he has had since he was a kid. And he takes it into the kitchen. He goes outside into the shed and grabs his dad's toolbox. Now, it's the 1980s, and this kitchen has a glass dinette table. He places the cartridge on the glass dinette table and then puts the metal toolbox on the glass dinette table. And before I could make any suggestions, he flings open the toolbox and grabs a hammer and starts smashing at his pole position cartridge. Because he wants the little card inside the cartridge out of it. Never mind that we could just use a screwdriver and undo the little screw that's in the middle of the cartridge and take the cartridge apart that way and then, you know, put it back together. Nope. He bashes it a couple of times and gets the corners to separate and he shoves his fingernails in between and starts yanking on this. Yanks the green card out of the cartridge and places it in his flannel shirt pocket and says, cool, let's go. Leaving the mess on the dining room table for his parents to find. The metal toolbox, the hammer, the smashed up Atari cartridge, and all of the evidence that we just did something incredibly stupid on a glass dinette table that could have easily shattered itself into a million pieces, but it didn't. On that day, somebody was looking over our shoulders, or so we thought. So we get back on our bikes and we ride back to my house. And I said, so what was your idea? And he goes, watch this. And he just takes the pole position cartridge card and shoves it into the back of my computer, turns it on, and sure enough, it works. We are able to play pole position, two-player, on my Atari 65XE computer. It just worked. So we're having a blast. And not three minutes later, his mom in her red grand caravan drives up the driveway, rings the doorbell. My dad answers it. Hey, Evan's mom. How, uh, how's it going? Is Evan here? Yeah, he's, he's in the computer room with Tim. <sighs> okay, Evan! Get out here now! And it just kind of gives me this bewildered look like what could possibly be wrong. Evan, what were you thinking? About what? You have the hammer and a metal toolbox on the dining room table. Why? 
because I wanted to see if pole position could be played on Tim's computer. And you thought it was a good idea to smash the cartridge against my glass dining room table? Do you, do you think, Evan? Do you think about what could possibly happen, Evan? And that was the last I had seen of Evan for about five days. We were on uh, winter break for school. And normally we'd go over there for the day after Christmas and have fun playing with toys, but he wasn't allowed to have friends over because, well... Evan wasn't thinking. So the lesson for this is that when you have a great idea, please make sure you think it through. And if you don't think it through, at least take the time to cover up the evidence. If you have a Gen X story that you would like to share, we would love to hear it. We're looking for stories that are between three minutes and seven minutes. You can voice record those on your phone and then email the file to smalltowngenx at gmail.com. That's smalltowngenx at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please reach out to us on our Facebook page, Instagram page, or at that email, smalltowngenx at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Next week, Lana will be back and we are going to be talking all things, what movies scared you as a child?